0: Are you still listening? I want to let you know what's going on here at Ohio Martial Arts. On September the 14th of 2019, my second book, Break the Chain, Volume 2, will be released. Now the book will be released in limited fashion, so only a few copies will be available on this first run. To get information after September 14th, go to ohiomartialarts.com breakthechain the chain. Of course, you can go there now if you like this podcast and would like to check out my original book, Break the Chain, Volume 1. Thanks for listening. I can't tell you how much I appreciate your support and reviews. Have a great day. So what I thought I would talk to you guys tonight is the subject of, of, of planning and specifically why so few people actually plan while at the same time if you study every person that's been successful in martial arts or business or any subject, they are ferocious planners. You have to plan in order to succeed yet the vast majority of the population doesn't plan. And there's a saying from India, and I really like it a lot. The saying is, is that when you make a plan, the divine laughs. But when you fail to plan, she cries. And what this saying really points to is it means that the truth of the matter is, is that almost all plans fail. You put the plan together, you plan it all out, you orchestrate it in your mind and then the reality just hits you right in the face. And that makes us have a tendency to say, well, the plans must not work. But it really doesn't work that way because we look at plans the wrong way. We look at plans sort of in a stagnant sort of way. In other words, we look at plans like if I was an architect and I was going to build a building and I have a diagram and everything has to be exactly to the inch in that diagram when I'm building a building. But planning isn't like that at all planning is more like a a sculptor working with clay. It's a pinch here, it's a pinch there, you add a little there, add a little water there, shift it over there, get an idea halfway through and change it. So most people what they do is they doom their plan from the very beginning because they put their plan there and then their physical reality doesn't end up matching their plan and they think the plan isn't working. Another way to look at this is to take an example to, to tell yourself a little story. Let's say you have a little plan that you realize that because of the mileage on your car and where you have to drive to go to work, it's time to get a different car. And so as soon as I decide that I have a desire, there's a list of criteria that might go into my plan. I might say, well, I had a blue car before. I really like a red car. My old car had a kind of an old music system. I really want a good stereo system in my new car. Um, I, you know, I really would like to have something that is a little bit sporty, but I do need four doors so it's a little bit easier to get in and out of. You can take all this criteria, this is the list that goes into your plan. And then you get your money together and you go down to the dealer and they start showing you the stuff that's on the, the, the lot and j- just so happens that there's a green car. And it doesn't really have a great stereo system in it, but what it does do is something that you never even thought about. It gets the best mileage. If it's a hybrid, it's almost 100 miles to a gallon. You can't believe it. And it's $1,000 less than what you anticipated. And you figure, wait a second, I've got that gift certificate from last year from Best Buy. I bet I can get a really good stereo system installed for a couple hundred bucks. And so you drive off the lot with that car. And again, you look back at that and you might say, well, what what good did my plan do? The plan got you to the dealership. You would have never ended up with the right car if you hadn't planned for the wrong car. Does that kind of make sense? So the, the last point about this is, just to be brief, is what I sometimes call segment planning. And this is a great way to kind of live your life. Now all great spiritual teachers and all the great martial artists all spoke of being in the present moment. There's a wonderful book by Eckhart Tolle called The Power of Now. I don't know if anybody read that book or heard of that book, but you might want to check it out. It's very good, very, very interesting. But all spiritual teachers, Ueshiba, uh, Funakoshi, all of the great masters talk about being fully present. So the question is, is how do you become fully present? How do you be present in the moment? And segment planning will help you do that. And what segment planning is, is to take the little segments of your day, the little segments of your life, and get out ahead of them by pre-planning how you want it to go before you get there. So for example, if after class today, you bow off the mats and you think, I'm going to go get a drink of water. Just taking two seconds, three seconds, five seconds and say, I really want to taste the water. I really want to have the experience of the water replenishing and refreshing my body would be an example of segment planning. And when you get to the water, you will taste the water. When you go to your car and you get in your car and you get ready to drive home, you say to yourself, how do I want the drive to go? I want it to go safe. I want to be mindful. I want it to go smoothly. I like it to feel like I'm... I'm kinda getting where I wanna go, but I'm kinda getting there in an effortless sort of way. And you'll have a safer trip. When I go in my door, what is the energy that I wanna bring into my household tonight? I wanna bring in fun, I wanna bring in relaxation, I wanna bring in, hey, I don't work tomorrow. I wanna bring in, hey, I wanna celebrate, this is gonna be a good weekend. See, the point of it is, is when we segment plan, what ends up happening is we begin to live our lives on purpose rather than always reacting. Because what most of us do is we get in the car without really segment planning, and we take off down the road. As we're taking down the road, somebody pulls out in front of us. But we weren't really paying attention anyway. Heck, we were probably texting somebody. And when they pull out in front of us, we may be fortunate enough to slam on the brakes and may be fortunate enough to avoid an accident. And if we're lucky, it only ends up with the one finger salute. Makes sense? But if we were segment planning in advance, we're prepared for the things that come up. And when we're prepared for the things that come up, we already know who we're going to be going into those things. And then just one last little thing. When you start this business of segment planning, or in other words, when you start this business of being more present by deciding from moment to moment to moment how you want each moment to be, in time, you'll almost feel like you've got a little magic. You'll pull into Kroger to get some groceries and you'll say, boy, I'd sure like to have a parking space right up front and you'll find you start finding parking spaces right up front boy I sure would like somebody to smile at me in the store and you'll be people be smiling at you left and right now when people hear this they think well what is it is the universe conspiring Are the atoms moving around are there fairies of the universe making cars vanish so there's a spot for you no it's not like that well maybe it is I don't know but I don't think so I think what it is is when you start looking for certain things you start finding certain things if you've ever had something that was lost and you were so convinced that it was lost that you were looking right at it and you couldn't find it because it was lost and then the best advice somebody would ever give you after they say to you where did you have it last because you go, that's dumb. If I knew where I had it last, I'd know where the thing is, right? But the thing's lost. You know that it's lost. You're looking for it. The second best, the actual real best advice is, just forget about it. Don't worry about it. You'll find it. Don't worry about it. Focus on something else. And as soon as you focus on something else, what happens? Oh, it's in my coat pocket, of course. And that's the way everything in life is. So those are the three points I wanted to make tonight, is that most people fail to plan because they don't really understand the value of planning. Second point is is every successful person that's ever lived only was successful because they had extensive plannings. In fact, the most successful people in the world spend more time planning than they do doing. And most people fail to plan because they don't see the plan turn out the way that they imagined it. But the purpose of the plan wasn't to make it turn out the way that they imagined it, the purpose of the plan was to get them going in the first place. And finally, to be more present, plan not just your year, not just your quarter, not just your month, not just your week, not just your day, but practice as much as you can, a dozen, two dozen, three dozen times a day, segment planning from moment to moment to moment to moment, and your life will get better really fast. Hi, this is Joe Hertzellers from OhioMartialArts.com and welcome to my podcast. You know, most people think of martial arts as something that's going to be really difficult and hard and they're concerned if they'll be able to do it. Well, we've made our passion making martial arts techniques simple, enjoyable, and easy for the average person. And most people know that there's an internal, a mental part of the martial arts too. But so often those things have been made complicated and difficult and hard to understand. The purpose of this show is to take complex mental aspects of the martial arts and break them down so that they're so simple and enjoyable that the average person can put them to use in everyday life. Welcome to Mind Power. I hope you enjoy.